Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. Tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers and they've hit a little bump in the road and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Everybody, Bob Stauffer joining you live from Rogers Place, deep in the heart of Ice District. This is Oilers Now. Jam-packed edition on a game night. Coming up to you here on Oilers Now. It is brought to you by our title sponsor. And that, of course, is Digitex. Digitex is a local Alberta company that supports local business and charities. Digitex is also 630 Chad's copier team. Preview of tonight's matchup between the Edmonton Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights. Two teams that we thought at the start of the season would be in this position. Except maybe the reversal of the two positions that the two teams are in. Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports at 1220. Louis DeBrusque at 1235 from NHL Hockey on Rogers. We'll hear from Keegan Lowe. He will make his NHL debut tonight along with Ryan Nugent Hopkins on today's edition of Orders Now. And at 135, the architect of the Vegas Golden Knights, their general manager, George McPhee. Here is how you get hold of us. 
You can reach us on our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. They got Larry, the cable guy, April 14th at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Vince Neal, April 21st. George Thurgood and the Destroyers, May 7th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can email us at lettersnow630ched.com. You can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter at Now. You can tweet me at Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. And reach out to Reed Wilkins at Reed Wilkins. Wilkins as in Dominique. And that's about all he's got in common with Dominique. And mind you, Reed, he could definitely take the ball hard to the hoop back in the day. That's what I remember about Reed. When, when he played basketball, uh, he was a point guard, though not a power forward. But anyhow, I digress. Uh, we're going to have some fun today. Edmonton and Vegas. What a story the Vegas Golden Knights have been. And unfortunately for the Edmonton Oilers, a different type of story. Uh, one that's been uh, disappointing. This will be the second last game of the season for the Oilers, who come in with a record of 34-40-6. Conversely, the Vegas Golden Knights are 51-22-7. They have 109 points. Jordan Gallant, I know uh, the NHL broadcasters do the Coach of the Year voting. Full disclosure, Gerard Gallant got my vote as uh, the Coach of the Year today. What a surprise. Bruce Cassidy was my second vote. Jared Bednar was my third vote. So those are my three votes on that front. Speaking of coaches. No vote for John Hines, Bob? Uh, you know what? I It was tough. But I, I got to go with Benner over Hines, just given how far Colorado was in the depths of the disparity last year. That's fair, yeah. And you know what? There's a lesson in that. And the lesson is things can change in this league quickly. Even for, I mean, a year ago, Dustin Brown had the worst contract, one of the worst contracts in the NHL, five straight years between 27 to 36 points, ineffective, uh, playing about 16 minutes a game, $5.8 million, $5. million cap hit. This season, Brown's up around 60 points, and he's playing 19 minutes a game. Uh, you know, last year, Cam Talbot was fourth in the Vesna voting. Cam Talbot comes in tonight. Uh, last season, he had a 919 save percentage, 42 wins. He's got 29 wins. He needs wins in his final two starts to get to a 500 record, and he's at 907 in save percentage. So things can change in this league. Of that, there is little debate. Uh, speaking of the Vegas Golden Knights' success, here's Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Well, I think that uh, George and Kelly and their staff did a tremendous job in assembling the team. Um, it's put together well. A lot of the pieces complement each other. Uh, Gerard's done a, an excellent job of quickly uh, formulating lines that, that clicked and worked. And um, winning your first game gives you a ton of confidence, and it just went from there. And they, uh, they play the game extremely fast. They're on top of you. They, uh, they're tenacious, and they're after Pucks all over the place, a tremendous goaltending, and you know their leadership. I, I can't speak for their room, but their leadership probably starts in the net and works its way out. And then the last thing is the the cast off theory. Um, sometimes you've got to uh, you've got to burr in a certain spot that that motivates you, and and you want to show the world that you weren't a cast off, and that this group can can put it together. Now, that's my opinion. You should ask them that question because they put it together and they made it work. I will ask George McPhee for that. Uh, I'll ask that exact question. How did you guys make this thing happen in Vegas coming up at 135? Uh, Todd McClellan was asked about Vegas' team speed, how they play fast, and how his team could potentially play fast. 
Well, I want us to skate faster, so that's natural. Um, but that isn't the, the be-all and end-all. A lot of times speed comes through puck movement and passing and doing things clean. So that includes a skill set. Um, you have to be able to read, react, and anticipate. So that includes a hockey mind or a hockey IQ. Uh, you have to have a work ethic that is uh, uh, acceptable. So you've got to work into position and be available so support exists. And uh, if you have those things going on, uh, you tend to play the game a little bit faster. So at some points during the year, we missed those. We didn't have them. Uh, at other segments, we were. And every team ebbs and flows. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think we will still look at the pace that we play at as we move forward. Bob McClellan is Edmonton Oilers head coach. Keegan Lowe gets his NHL shot with the Edmonton Oilers. Tonight he previously played two games for the Carolina Hurricanes, one in which he fought Vincent LeCavier twice in the game. He, uh, by the way, reported to camp in the best shape of any of the Oilers players, got one preseason game by multiple reports, has been the best player all season down in Bakersfield in the American Hockey League. Keegan Lowe is looking forward to his opportunity. I mean, it's it's definitely going to be surreal. Like I said, it's uh, first NHL game is really special, but this obviously has a little bit of sentimental value as well to uh, myself and my family. Um, it's it's going to feel surreal for sure. I think the the different arena, a little bit different colors might might uh, make it feel a little bit different. And uh, and I always picture growing up, but uh, super exciting. And like I said, I'm just not going to overthink it. And uh, I'm looking forward to see what he can do. I think he's going to give some life to a team that didn't have a lot of life at times over the course of the last three-game road trip. Ryan Nugent Hopkins missed the last two games. The Edmonton Oilers missed him. Just to put things in perspective, Connor McDavid in the last two games, minus five, didn't have a point. Uh, playing on the line with Leon Dreisaitl, minus ten for Leon over the last five games. RNH. In the uh, 11 games he played with Connor McDavid before going out with a minor groin issue, five goals, 12 points, plus 12. He had this to say in dealing with uh, a groin issue. It's just run down or just tweaked or whatnot, but um, when you get time off of skating, because skating's the what makes it the worst, so um, when you get time off, it's, it's good. It gives it a chance to rest and uh, regroup and uh, start to heal itself. There you go. That is Ryan Nugent Hopkins of the Edmonton Oilers. Now, we don't uh, 100% yet know uh, exactly what the Vegas Golden Knights are going to run with. We'll probably bring you that in and around uh, one oh five today on Oilers. Now, the Oilers, here we go. Uh, they will have... Connor McDavid up front with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Ty Ratty. Uh, McDavid, I mentioned no points last two games, dash five. The previous six, he had seven goals and 14 points. Ratty, uh, zero points last four games, minus seven. His previous six games, four goals, seven points. We talked about Dreisaitl's numbers. Um, just two points his last five games, minus 10. This after in the previous three games, going plus five and having four points. Jujar Kara on the left wing on Dreisaitl's line has just two assists in his last 14 games. Yes, Apuliarvi has not got a point in the last seven. He'll be on the right side of that line. Uh, here we go. Ryan Strom will center Milan, Lucic, and Drake Kajula. Strom pointless in his last seven games. Lucic pointless in his last six. Lucic one goal in his last 44. Uh, Drake Kajula on the right side of that line, one goal in his last five. Now, the fourth line, they've actually been relatively productive. Uh, Mike Camilleri scored in Calgary. He, he, I mean, it was his first goal in 32 games, but he does have 14 points during that stretch, which is decent production for a player that's been in a limited role. He'll have Slapashev and Cassian on the wings. 
Darnell Nurse has not scored since the Oilers uh, since he got the overtime winner in January in Vegas. Uh, he is, however, plus five over his last 33 games during that goalless drought. Uh, Adam Larson. Plus 16 over his last 25 games for the Oilers. Chris Russell does not have a point in his last 18 games. Expected to be with Ethan Bear, Keegan Lowe with Matthew Benning, who's back in the lineup after jamming his wrist. Cam Talbot starts in goal for the Oilers. He will oppose Marc-Andre Fleury, who has a 931 save percentage this year. Like, the numbers are ridiculous for Vegas. I know all of you out there, Definitely had William Carlson scoring 43 goals and Eric Hollis scoring 29. I know that. The one guy whose numbers I go, yeah, I believe he could do that, has been James Neal. He's got 25 goals and 44 points in 69 games. And I would have thought, you know what? Yeah, I could see him scoring 25 goals in Vegas. But I defy anybody out there. I, I bet you there's guys in points pools right now that did not take William Carlson from Vegas. 43 goals, 78 points. He is second behind Connor McDavid in even strength goals. McDavid leads the NHL in even strength goals with 35. Carlson is second with 31. McDavid leads the NHL in even strength points with 81. The next highest player in even strength points, it's a four-way tie between Kopitar, Giroux, McKinnon, and Kucherov, 62. Connor McDavid has 19 more points. Had even strength than any other player in the lead. McDavid's got a five-point lead on the Art Ross Trophy with 103 points. Uh, Kucherov second at 98, Giroux third, 97, Malkin at 96, McKinnon at 94, and Taylor Hall at 93. Everybody's got two games left. I think uh, we're going to see a scenario where McDavid wins the Art Ross. As for the Hart, to me, if uh, McKinnon gets in, it's going to be a split vote between McKinnon and Hall. If McKinnon doesn't get in, I think Taylor Hall is going to win the Hart Trophy. So there you have it. And it'd be good for Taylor uh, to make that happen. All right, when we come back, we are going to bring aboard Reed Wilkins at uh, about 12.20 here on Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place, ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity, and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. It's 1222 at Edmonton. Reed, did you happen to find a tweet from one Mark Lazarus? Uh, we'll get to NHL today at 105 today. Uh, Brendan will have that for us. But there has been a development out of Chicago for our listeners. Joel Quenville and Stan Bowman will return to the Blackhawks next season. Team President John McDonough says. That's what Mark Lazarus tweeted a couple of hours ago. A lot of speculation about those guys. Obviously not a good year for Chicago. I know not a lot of people predicted them to miss the playoffs. I think maybe a few people did, but Quenville's potential availability certainly was a discussion point around the National Hockey League. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case. There was a second quote from McDonough where he talked about the fact He's the president of the Chicago Blackhawks, so he was put in that role basically by Rocky Wirtz. 
Do you have a second quote there from McDonough where he talks about everybody needing to be better? And the direct quote was something to the... Our specialty teams weren't good. They need to be better. Our core players need to be better. Organizationally, we need to be better. I need to be better. Stan needs to be better. Doesn't get much more simple than the president of the team stepping up in Chicago. And now that's an organization that's had a tremendous amount of success. He's the president saying he needs to be better. He's saying Stan Bowman, his general manager, needs to be better. Special teams always a reflection upon the coaches and the players. Uh, you know what? That's what good organizations do. Good organizations step up. They're accountable to their fan bases, and they. But they don't necessarily. We and, and this is my yeah, point. Yeah, but everybody says that, Bob. Who doesn't say that? I mean, the Buffalo Sabers are going to say they need to be better. They're last. Does the president of the Buffalo Sabers go up and say he needs to be better? That's my point. There's lots of presidents that duck things. Believe me, we've lived it. So uh, I'm going to be very intrigued to see how this thing moves forward. And, and here's the thing. The Oilers made a decision three years ago. They went with Peter Shirelli. They went with Todd McClellan. Those guys had lots of experience relative to some other people that were fairly inexperienced in management and coaching roles in the past when they came into Edmonton. Uh, I'm going to be intrigued to see how things get handled. Moving forward. I realize that does not appease the masses who want a head on the proverbial stick, but I do think there's there's no simple solution to it, Reid. You know what I'm saying? There's no, like, okay, we just need to do... It's a combination of factors that have gotten the orders in this position, but I do think there needs to be, at least with the general manager and head coaching position, some continuity. Agree or disagree? Uh, well, I think there probably will be because there's been so many changes here in the past and, and so many different philosophies and directions for, for trying to take the team. So I, I think the... The story with the the general manager and the coach are, are the same as the story with a lot of players. Who's the real guy? What we saw in sixteen seventeen, or what we what we've seen in seventeen eighteen. Peter Shirelli's last ten to twelve months haven't been very good. And as much as I think Todd McClellan is still a very good coach, and I think if he weren't the Oilers' coach, he'd be very quickly employed by another team. Uh, I mean, I think some elements of, of his year haven't been as strong as what he did last season as well. So that all factors in. So we're asking those questions about the coach and the general manager. We're asking them, uh, you know, about s some players specifically, whether you want to look at Talbot, Sekera, Clefbaum, Lucic, which player are they going to be going forward? And that's, and that's going to be the story for the Oilers is how much needs to be changed and how much do, are they going to trust where it's like, okay, we think we're closer to the 16-17 team than, than the 17-18 team. Uh, I don't think the franchise needs to be torn apart. I don't think it's a situation a few years ago where Rob Brown and I were doing post-game shows talking about the Oilers needing to change a minimum of 10 and a maximum of 14 players just to be competitive. Forget about trying to win a Stanley yep. Cup. So, yeah, I mean, that's... I, I mean, I, I, I am going to – I, I agree with what you're saying, Bob. It's great somebody comes out and says that, and the Blackhawks have been very – a very proud and successful organization. Yes. After they had a, a decade that was pretty bad, too, similar to what the Oilers went through. They did make the playoffs once in one, one game. But look at the situation Chicago was in. They have paid – they had to pay the core guys for that team, specifically Kane, Taves, Keith, and Seabrook. And, I mean, Lazarus, I think it was Lazarus a few weeks ago, was writing stories and taking shots at at, uh, at 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 fans who were mad at those players for getting those contracts, and now they're overpaid, and now they're on the downside of their career. Duncan Keith has one goal and a 
52% or half percent shooting percentage or whatever. He is. got a second one last night right. that might have cost the St. Louis Blues a playoff That's spot. That's right. No, it's, a, it's an interesting uh, perspective to have. I'm going to be very – I do think that the fact that jo, uh, Joel Quenville is not out there changes the complexion for some teams around Absolutely the league. Absolutely, I don't think there's any debate about that. All right, uh, we got about uh, two minutes here, so let's get – got a game tonight. Uh, can you believe what's – I mean, do we keep saying this all year long? At, at some point do we say, yeah, I can't believe it. I can't believe that Vegas well, we, is this good. We have to now. Yeah. I wouldn't have before the season. I, I, I mean, I talked to one of the – the guys who covers the Vegas uh, Golden Knights on a daily basis this morning, and he said, yeah, I thought they'd win 28 games. Well, they got 20 wins within the division. Yeah. Just in the Pacific Division, they, they've won 20. They're one of the most incredible stories in the history of the NHL. I don't think I'm overstating that. No. Not just to be in the playoffs, but to have won 51 games, potential to win 53, I guess, and to have locked up first place in the in the Pacific Division. We'll see how they do in the playoffs. That's going to be a different animal, but I still think they'll be very good. I'm really looking forward to see Keegan Lowe play tonight, 25 years old. Only this will be his third NHL game, first as an Oiler. He's a great interview you did with him this morning, by the way, Bob. I listened to that, and he just talked about work ethic and, and warding off frustration and and, uh, you know, attitude can go a long way. And, and I, I hope he will bring, and I think he will because he knows he has to, I hope he brings that chippiness and ferocity to his game tonight because I still think the Oilers lack that sometimes. That is Reed Wilkins. He is from Inside Sports. It is 1228 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Louis DeBrus coming up today at 1235. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell.